Welcome back to the When We Arise podcast. I am so inspired after just taking some time away over the holidays in the start of this year, not to rush back in and just flood new episodes. And I did this because I really appreciate your time. I know that if you're listening, you are fitting this into your full life and I respect you and I respect your time so much. So I take very seriously what I am putting into your ear. So I took some time to really think about how to intentionally serve you. And I know that you want to be inspired. I know that you want to be motivated. Maybe it's to try something new, spend more time with God, wake up a little earlier. And I love that I'm going to be starting off this year with this first episode of 2024 with this interview conversation that I had with my friend Brenna. Uh, We recorded this almost a couple months ago, and I had planned on getting it out sooner, but long story short, it was just one thing that led to another that has resulted in God's perfect timing. I really feel so strongly that this is the perfect episode to start this year because our conversation is all about this big transition in Brenna's life. And I hear so often from many of you that you are potentially contemplating a big shift in your career, maybe looking for a new job and maybe even stepping away to start something on your own. And Brenna tells firsthand how she has done that exactly. And she tells it very candidly. She doesn't sugarcoat it. She doesn't talk about it. Like, you know, it's this perfect Instagram story life. It's not. So I hope that you enjoy hearing the behind the scenes from her. And I also really intentionally want to make this podcast a platform for women like Brenna to share their story. And I'm so happy that she gets to do this through the When We Arise show. So without further ado, just get comfortable for the sweet little conversation between Brenna and myself about when she arose to a brand new chapter in her life, fully ordained by God. Enjoy. All right. Today I have a special friend on the When We Arise podcast with me. Her name is Brenna Strawhacker, and she is actually a local friend. Uh, We go to church together. And uh, we did not meet that way, though. We met via her profession. She is a professional videographer, and she has a company called R Productions. So anything from scripting to filming to editing, she provides a full video production for her clients. And through that, we've gotten to know each other. Uh, Like I said, we go to the same church, and I'm just really excited to share her story today because she's not always been an entrepreneur. She has stepped away from a corporate career, and we talk a lot on this show about being stirred and ready for a bigger call upon our life. And so I'm excited to share Brenna with you. Brenna, welcome to When We Arise. Hello, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So let's just get kind of the high level version of that part of your story where you were full-time corporate, traditional job. And can you just let us in like where you started to have those yearnings and those pulls to maybe do something different? Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of funny because years ago, 
if you would have asked me if I would, you know, be a small business owner or own my own video production company, the answer would have been absolutely not. I had no dreams of it. And so it's just funny how that works out. But I was actually working for a local nonprofit for about four years. And I really loved the work I was doing, really cared about the mission. But to be honest, work wasn't great. Work relations were really hard. And it was kind of a roller coaster theme throughout my time there. And part of it was definitely due to just my youth and having a lot to learn, but it just also kind of seemed like there was more at play. And so I was always kind of like, you know, there's something out there. I feel like I want to be doing something different. You know, this just isn't quite right. And COVID hit. And when COVID hit, a lot of other um, industries, you know, struggled a lot, but I actually kind of saw the video industry kind of pick up. So pre-COVID, I was just doing wedding videography. Um, here and there, I would do probably five to 10 weddings a year. And that was it, it was on the side with my full-time job. And then COVID happened, as everyone knows. And for a lot of industries, COVID hurt them. But I really saw the video and kind of like digital marketing or connecting with people um, virtually kind of skyrocket. And so I started getting connected to a lot of local businesses and other people that I just, you know, it wasn't any of me. It was just happening to me and it kind of grew from there. And so by late 2021, early 2022, it was getting to be too much and I couldn't do my full-time job and my side gig. And so there was a lot of praying, a lot of talking to my husband, some very serious, probably the most I have asked God for signs of, is this the right decision or not? I mean, I was, I was pretty miserable, but pretty desperate also because I felt trapped because it wasn't like a, yes, this is the right thing to do, but I also felt like there was something more to be doing. And so definitely asked God for a very clear sign. And he delivered that. No question. Probably the most that he has ever has in my life. It's kind of freaky, but um, I got my answer and I brought that back to my husband. And I said, no, this really needs to happen. You have to, you have to trust me on this. And after a couple months of all that, it, it worked out. And in March of 2022, I went full-time um, doing video, which was really cool. Okay. I can, can you share that what that sign was? Yeah. So I, um, you know, I, I don't, I want to be careful how I share all of this, right? Because it wasn't okay. like it was a nightmare at my prior employer. It wasn't, but there was a lot of tough parts for me. And part of that was just personality differences. And part of that was me having a lot to learn, but I had been through the ringer. It felt like, and it was time for um, like an annual review at work. And I really thought that I deserved, I had been working hard, blah, blah, blah. I was expect, excited to get a raise. All the things, good reviews. And it came back just a giant slap in the face of, no, you're not getting any of those things. And, but I'm glad that happened because going into that meeting, I very much asked God, like, God, this is like, this is a sign. This is now or never. If this meeting goes well, then I trust you that I'm where I'm supposed to be with this employer and things are going to get better. And I do care so much about the work I'm doing, but if it's not where I'm supposed to be, show me so that I can have the confidence to really push through all of the no's in my head and the no's in my husband's head and, you know, all the fear to make the jump, show me a sign to tell me to make that jump. And um, I got that very clearly. And so I walked out of that meeting, very upset, obviously, but also like, holy cow. Okay. We're doing this. We're doing video full time. That was my answer. So. Oh my gosh. Such a testimony to like, sometimes God like shuts the door, right? It was the like, hardest door window, shut. Door. <laughs> like slap. Here, yep. it's done. Wow. That is clarity. That's good. And that doesn't always see. I think your story is a little bit unique in that I hear from a lot of women who are maybe in a similar position 
in a traditional job setting, but they're just wanting something different and they don't know what that is yet. You're like, I had all this coming to me and I was trying to balance it. And then you still, it sounds like you were like willing to like go all in with your previous employer, mm-hmm. but it was then that that door shut that you're like, okay, I, I guess I have this other thing, which is yeah. Yeah. amazing. I want to segue a little bit now. And especially because you did say you had never set out with this vision of becoming an entrepreneur. So in that moment, obviously the work was coming to you. So your, your number one problem I can imagine wasn't necessarily marketing or at least, you know, sales to get, you know, new leads. However, you'd never run a business before. You'd never been an entrepreneur on your own. So can you share some advice for women listening on like what those first steps look like when you truly said goodbye to your full-time employment and you were on your own? Like what, what was step like one through three to like, here I go, I'm starting. For sure. Well, I feel very blessed in the fact that my husband has a really good job. And so there wasn't, you know, there are people that take bigger risks for sure, right? Where they're like reliant on their own small business or entrepreneur income to keep them afloat. We were in a spot that, you know, worst case scenario, we could survive a few months if it took me a while to get on my feet or if it didn't work out. Um, And so I I felt very blessed in that and having that security. But really, the hardest part for me with running a business has been the behind the scenes technical things, as I'm sure you know, tell us you're a business owner, all of those silly like bookkeeping taxes, all of that. It's a nightmare. And mistakes were definitely made in that first year. I think it also helped for me that I was doing this on the side for about four years, pretty casually, but on the side for four years. So some of those mistakes had already been made. So instead of going just jumping in completely blind, I at least already kind of had, you know, one foot in or at least an elbow or something. Right. And so making this transition was scary and hard, but I kind of knew what I was doing. But the biggest thing I've learned besides the fact that I'm not in control of this at all, God is hundred percent. Like he has provided in every way, but the second biggest thing I've learned is that who you, who you connect with and who, you know, really matters because my first year of doing this, I, I mean, I, I hardly sought out anything. I mean, people just kept connecting me and referring me. I'm just, it's just like, it's insane, but I really, I didn't have to work that hard to be getting business. And that's just a testament to the incredible people that I'm connected with. Right. Yeah. There's a really good book called who, not how, mm-hmm. um, uh, Dan Sullivan, co-authored it, um, Benjamin Hardy, uh, who, not how great book, but you're absolutely right that that's when it becomes easy. I mean, not, not that all of that nitty gritty behind the scenes stuff is fun and that, and that's super easy. Um, it's simple, but you start to get that flow when you truly do rely on your network and you show up with your craft and, and you are confident in your ability and who you are. I've experienced that as well. And that's amazing. Like, I love hearing that it has been that type of journey for you. Also, you really shed light on this opportunity for people to have a side hustle. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of safety in that when you do still have the security of a nine to five traditional setup. And in your spare time, you can try something out. You know, if you if you're just kind of like, playing with an idea and you're like, could this be a business? It's a, that's a great time to do it. Um, if you already have that set up. And like you said, if you also have a spouse that has a pretty solid work environment, then you've got even more security. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, but I, I still don't want to downplay Brenna's courage and trust because 
even though it may not have felt, you know, super scary on the financial side because of your husband having a full-time job, you're still exposing yourself, you know, and your identity is like, okay, now it's me. Like I can't, I can't hide behind a team. I can't hide behind this corporate, corporate venture. Now it's just you. So how did the branding process go when now you're like, it's not just a side hustle. I'm not just doing projects for friends or people I already know, but like, this is me. Did you enjoy the branding process? Can you talk about that a little bit? It feels a little risky. I don't know if you're tuned into the Enneagram at all, but I'm an Enneagram eight. So that can be a really good thing, but that can also be a really hard thing to communicate myself softly and in a, in a good way. Right. And so Yes. Prior working for employers, it wasn't, I wasn't the face of the company, right? And now I am the face of the company. So every action and every word I say, which at times has been weaknesses for me, right? That's, that's my company. And so I think I've done a lot of growing up in that sense, but I've also really enjoyed it because I've gotten to almost like rebrand myself in the process of branding this company, right? Like it's given me an opportunity to step up in a way that I haven't before and say like, yeah, I'm a business owner. I'm a, I'm a woman business owner. I know what I'm doing. I'm creative. I'm smart. And I'm here to talk to you about why I'm great at what I do. Um, on the other side of things, I actually just worked with Intuit Digital to redo my website in this last year. And it actually was kind of hard to choose some branding elements because it feels like so much pressure to be choosing like how to represent all that you do. Um, and I, my logo, the base of it, it is based off of a friend made a logo for me back when I was a side gig and I love it still. And so, but that's not super, I don't know. It's just a tough thing to have to make those decisions, like the actual branding technical side of things to say like, yeah, this is how I want to come across and how I want to be represented. But I mean, back to our previous note of being connected with people, branding goes hand in hand in that. And so I think that it's a testament to, you know, doing a good job of representing myself that I do um, have such strong connections and can be referred around and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And with the branding too, we have to keep in mind that like we, it has to be good enough for now. It doesn't have to be forever. It's so easy, at least for me to get locked into that mindset of like, okay, the branding and the logo and the theme and the website, like it, this just has to be perfect. And it has to be the thing that lasts forever. And it just doesn't like, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't, it has to be good enough for now. And then, you know, it has to be good enough to get those leads. And then those leads and those testimonials speak for themselves. And then, you know, you're doing well enough that you can rebrand five years now. Later, totally. you're like, Absolutely. logo doesn't fit me anymore. Um, but I think when we're starting out, it's really easy to get stuck in that mindset of like, mm-hmm. it's it, it's about that. And it's really not. It's you. It's Brenna. That is the essence of what you do. And that speaks volumes over a website. Um, Marketing is important, but so cool. Okay. So how does your faith? Like I said in the beginning, we belong to the same church, both believers, love some Jesus a lot. How does your faith play into your business? I know that it's not, you know, it's not postered like on your website, but it is part of you, a huge part of you. So can you talk about how your faith helps you make decisions in the day to day, how it's involved for you? Yeah. So I really think a lot of my growth in my faith coincides with becoming a small business owner, an entrepreneur, just in the fact of, yes, we talked about making that jump and how I really asked God for some signs and saw some signs through him. But also since then, 
a common thing that I say is, you know, there's times where I, I begin to doubt and I start thinking, oh man, especially my first year, probably I'd be like, oh, wow, you know, wrapping up some of these projects. I don't know what's on the horizon. You know, I don't have anybody else reaching out. And I swear every time a doubt like that creeps in, I have an inbox of like three or four inquiries. And I think it's just, I'm like, okay, God, I see you, you know, like you are walking me through this. Um, I just feel so like solidified and knowing that I didn't know that this was what I was going to be doing. And I don't know why still. Right. But I just really feel like this is what I am supposed to be doing right now. And there's been a lot of talk. I feel like there's been prompts that are church lately um, or in the past year of like really trying to find your purpose and how you can work for God through your work. Right. And so there it is tough as a, a business owner because there are balances of you know, how, how strong are you upfront about being a Christian or not? But the ways in which I've had a lot of fun recently in showcasing that is a lot of my wedding films actually this past year, um, mainly because a lot of them were friend-based, but, um, have been really strong testimony. They've shared their testimonies really strong and really, um, boldly through their wedding videos. And so it's fun that I get to use that audio of the sermon or the speeches or the couple's vows and how, strongly they're sharing their love of God. I love to like intentionally pick those out and weave them through a wedding video and then post them on my page and say, Hey, like this is maybe not me outright saying this, but here I'm sharing the love of God and the truth of God through these wedding videos because of these incredible couples that are doing that. So, um, still trying to figure out in my business, how I can, you know, more of the like small business side of things, how I can be doing that. But I think just how I represent myself and how I treat others is a big part of that too. Absolutely. And that you have a platform to continue to share his glory through those stories. I love the example of, of the wedding couples and, yeah. and their vows. And you get to amplify that to yeah. your audience, which is so cool. So we say uh, in the Arise program, his light that we're shining, right? We arise to shine his light that has, has shown upon us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Arise sometimes means for the women that do this program with me, getting up early in the morning and having a dance party. But generally on the podcast, we talk about a rise in its true definition of being stirred and ready. So I always like to ask my guest, Brenna, what does it mean to you to arise? Ooh, a little bit of a hot seat question there. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry guys, I did not prep Brenna on this. Um... <laughs> You know, I think being open kind of to what God, you know, is maybe showing me or has for me, right? If I, and I'm not very good at this always, especially in personal life stuff. It's really just in my my work life that I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good at this. But really just like being alert and aware and open to where God is leading you. And I guess standing up and stepping into that. Um, because it's really cool to see how it works out. And even if it doesn't work out, of course, you still have God to be leaning back on, but I don't know if that really fits with a rising, but really just like being upright and ready and receiving what God has for you and, and trusting and following in that, I feel like is a, a good way that I arise. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And it, it's your definition, but a couple of things I heard you say that I, I, specifically love and align so much with what we talk about is this state of being of openness, right? Mm-hmm. To his plan. And then the second part is like being ready to stand up and move, right? So we're stirred 
to action, but we're stirred to the right kind of action. It's not just like getting busy, but it's being ready to do what he's calling us to do. And I, I definitely see that in you and I hear that in your story. So Brenna, we could probably nerd out on some more like <laughs> small business ownership stuff, but we're going to leave it there before we say goodbye. Where is the best place for women to connect with you and learn more about our productions? Yeah. So um, my website is rproductionsiowa.com and it literally is just the letter R productionsiowa.com. And then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but my website is probably the safest and most up-to-date thing to connect with me on. But yeah, I would love to and connect with anybody, whether it's video related or just like, hey, let's chat about what you're thinking or what you're dreaming of and how God can play in that too. I mean, I, I've learned a lot and I have a lot more to learn, but happy to connect with others about it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Brenna. And uh, <laughs> we will talk again soon. Yeah. Thanks, Alice. Thank you for listening to the When We Arise podcast. Please take just a few moments to leave a review if you haven't done so yet. Your review helps other women like you find this show. And now let's get to your dance break. Click the link in the show notes to find the When We Arise playlist on Spotify with new music added every week.